It is uh, the late, great Jonas Ngwawa coming through with uh, Batsumi, uh, bringing us to uh, 10 past 9 o'clock as we enter the final hour of Jet Set Breakfast this morning. You're hanging out with myself, Bridget Masinga. Thank you so much for choosing to be with us uh, on your Sunday morning. Uh, now we're going to catch up with uh, Sungezo uh, Zibi, who is the chairman of the Rivonia Circle and, of course, former editor of Business Day. And want to find out what exactly is this new non-profit and what does it want to sort of achieve or bring about in terms of social change? Good morning to you, Songezo. Good morning to you, Bridget, and good morning to SAFM listeners. Thank you so much for taking the call. Let's just jump straight into it. So a lot of people very familiar with you, obviously being a thought leader, former editor of Business Day, and now you've just uh, launched this new non-profit organization. Tell me a little bit about the Rivonia Circle. Thanks. Thanks very much, Bridget. Um, I think maybe two things to, to share. I think... Uh, ju- just to talk about the name a little bit, mm. um, Rivonia. We're not based in Rivonia, okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the full name, the full name is um, is is related to some of the historical uh, figures and mm. events from which we draw inspiration. The first is obviously the Rivonia Trialists as a collective, and that is the mm. idea of doing something that is far bigger than yourself as yes. a person or even as a, as a group of people mm-hmm. uh, in service of the country. Um, the circle is also got to do with the fact that in Africa, it is a sign of, uh, it is a symbol of dialogue and getting together to discuss issues that are affecting the, the community. And, and the last is that it also relates to what was called the Vienna Circle in the early 20th century, mm. which were uh, really smart people Mm. Uh, professors and the like and philosophers who got together to to discuss and, and find solutions to some of the problems of the 20th century given uh, what was happening at the time okay. now we are not philosophers yes what we what we are trying to do is we're trying to start a different conversation in south africa because yeah. we spend so much time and energy discussing yeah. the problems that, that define our crisis the the unemployment the poverty the corruption the political uh, degeneration that we see yeah. and before you know it a year is over and there is no solution on the table mm-hmm. so what we want what we are going to spend our efforts doing is to rethink what south africa should be and by that i mean actively do so okay. so we will have a research program about how to reform social policy, mm-hmm. economic policy, state and uh, and political institutions mm-hmm. so that we can deepen this democracy and expand democratic participation from a position of knowledge. Okay. The second thing is unlike uh, think tanks as it were that you get, we are going to be as available as possible to the public and involve them in roundtable discussions and town hall meetings to talk about the same issues, but in a forward-looking way. And so that whatever outcomes we have in the end, they both have been done by the smart people who can research and come up with policy, but they also include the input of ordinary people who choose to participate in our events. Mm. And the output will be made publicly available, again, for free. And hopefully in that way, people will start to engage with political issues and politics from a position of information and knowledge Mm -hmm. and have things that actually work that they can place on the table 
mm. as their contribution, whether it is at local level, provincial level, or national level. So here's my question to you, Songezo, uh, in light of what you just yes. said, because I think South Africa is not short of, you know, think tank circles and innovative ideas and people way smarter than you and I uh, who are coming up with proposal for solutions and, and, you know, how things can be impactful. Where for me is the, the gap lies in the implementation from identifying problem to finding solution to now what are we doing about it? Um, is there a space for your organization to bridge that kind of gap? Well, first, let us deal with the quality of the ideas we have on, on the table, Bridget. We actually do not believe that we fundamentally have the right solutions on the table. Mm-hmm. Right. So let me give you a very specific example. If you were to think about how an appropriate social infrastructure that makes a functioning, prosperous community is, mm-hmm you would start looking at the problem differently Mm. in the sense that you start seeing a range of institutions, state institutions that are currently at local, some of them are provincially managed, some of them are nationally managed. They've got different political heads, different agencies, Mm. different budgeting cycles. They never line up to get the problem solved. And so we say what you exactly have just said, which is that uh, we've got the right ideas, but the implementation doesn't work. So why doesn't it work? Mm-hmm. Why it doesn't work is because you need seven, eight, nine agencies and departments to converge in one community to try and solve its problems. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. It will never work. So when I say we need to reconceive how we think about social and socioeconomic and political institutions, We've had 25 years of experience of this constitution mm. and this political system. We need to now ask what's working and what's not. Mm. And that's why the institutions themselves are important. Mm. Because a community will tell you, wow, okay, what we need, we need to feel safer. Okay, that's mm-hmm. a national and provincial competence. It's not a municipal competence, but okay, we'll see what we can do. We want schools to be really functioning and so on with the right quality of teachers and infrastructure oh that's also a national competence but it's being Mm. experienced here at local level right Mm -hmm. what you end up with is people complaining to a councillor who can't really do anything about this thing Mm -hmm. so the system in some respect is dysfunctional Mm -hmm. because it doesn't aid that level of accountability because as a citizen you have to now try and consult with 12 15 Mm. different agencies and people. And on top of it, you don't know who your member of parliament is. Mm. 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 So the system doesn't work. So no, we disagree that the ideas are good. We just, that's the mistake we've made. We keep making. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. Uh, you get me. Yeah, yeah. I got you. So uh, Zibi joins me on the line. He's the chairman of the Rivonia uh, Circle, which is a new non-profit aiming to really put together uh, some thought leaders in a space for purposes of dis- discourse and engagement, research, of course, and coming up with innovative solutions to tackle some of our social uh, economic uh, issues in the country. So you say this is not about when you got together with your, your collective um, of uh, patriotic friends over this idea, uh, you, you said that this is not really about personal gain or about, you know, gain for your immediate circles, but it's about the realization that it is in us as active citizens to to really do 
and participate for the sake of the greater good. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly so, Bridget. Look, I mean, this is a non-profit, so I haven't drawn a salary from anywhere yeah. since August, mm. right? And I think I will only get one much, much later when we've got the organization running in full and all the programs running. So I've taken a personal decision to do something mm. because I am totally exhausted by the negativity and and discussing distractions every day about whether judges are Uncle Toms and, and mm. so on. We get absorbed in this kind of tiring discussion that doesn't solve any of our problems. So mm. I've made a choice and the people that are with me in the Rivonia Circle at this stage and the people that are going we are going to bring into the Rivonia Circle either mm. as researchers to facilitate dialogues and so on are people who just want to talk mm. solutions now, mm. right? Because it just does work. And we're encouraging people to participate in the time they've got available. So mm. if somebody is an accountant, is an economist or whatever, and you feel you can contribute to our program, definitely let's do that. If somebody is in the NGO sector and so on, because we are going to need boots on the ground, people mm -hmm. to have conversations outside the metro areas. Mm. We need to be in Kimberley, in Bulugwane, in East London, in Mtata, and, and so on, mm. where real people are and they can give you the color in terms of the challenges they're dealing mm. with. Mm, mm, mm. Tell me, how how is the... Oh, I don't know if this is even a, the correct question, but as we're talking, I'm wondering that, uh, you know, people often speak of a very small percentage of societies that engage in such discourse right um whereas the the masses would rather be spoon-fed uh what is important what is not and what are we going to do about it how do we because i often find if you if you take a twitter poll for instance that whole herd yeah. mentality uh you know a lot of times people just don't want to self-engage for themselves uh, in 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 matters that matter. How do we how do we then get them involved? How do we get the majority involved in what the Rivonia Circle is trying to do? So, Bridget, I used to be editor of the Business Day, as you said. Yeah. And one of the things I realized is how opaque and inaccessible political language is. Let me give you an example of something I think SAFM listeners will mm. be familiar with in the case of state-owned companies. Mm. So there would be something that uh, government and, and economists and commentators say, the government is converting that loan into equity. Mm. What does that mean? Mm. Now, I can tell you what it means is that the money that taxpayers had forked out to bail out that SOC mm. will never be repaid back into the fiscal. So it's going to be written off. It's gone. Yes. You are, so how are people to participate meaningfully when, the, as the elites, and I count myself in that class because I've really been at the heights of both uh, mm. as, you know, in society in terms of where I've worked and the places that I've got access to, we speak a language that most people can understand. Mm -hmm. What one of the things we are going to do is to simplify mm -hmm. these issues, break them down so that people can go, I got you. That's what it now I can form an opinion. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. That's why people don't participate. It's not because they're stupid. We speak amongst ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got you. 
Listen, I this is a great initiative. I think we can never have too many uh, meeting of the minds, especially in a country like ours that is trying desperately so to find solutions to some of our bigger problems. Um, and if uh, the meeting of the minds leads to people literally rolling up their sleeves and then getting the job done, because that has been our biggest struggle, um, I, I think it can only but be a great thing. Thank you so much for touching base with us and uh, just giving us a, a brief Thanks, oversight of what you guys are doing out at the Rivonia circle uh, it is a new non-profit you can get in contact with them before we i let you go by the way uh, in terms of contact details for anybody that might want to raise up their hands to be a part of mm. the initiative thank you for asking that so we've got a website rivoniacircle.org mm-hmm. they can find us on twitter at rivonia underscore circle they can find us on youtube on instagram and on facebook before the end of today and they can find our video or just search my name on youtube and you will find the video that expands on on all of this otherwise a website rivoniacircle.org things we love to see that was sungezo zibi who is the chairman of the rivonia circle it's 25 past nine o'clock uh, already our next guest is standing by on the line uh, we're going to be indulging in a conversation by the way about our work-life balance. Uh, apparently, we work harder than our ancestors and they had far better lives than us. What does this all mean in 2022? It is Jet Set Breakfast with myself, Bridget Masinga. You are listening to Bridget Masinga on SAFM.